0: Hey folks, JR, back for another episode of Echoes of Shannon Street Case File. It's going to be episode 61, rooms C and E. We're going to continue going through the house with the investigators as they do their inside scene description. Immediately, Upon exiting the living room to the south, the writer entered a hallway and observed in that hallway one spent 223 shell, which is located 12 inches south of the left side door facing the hall. Laying on the floor of the hallway, the writer further observed a large amount of broken mirror glass, one razor blade, single-edge type, one beige blanket, one piece of wood which appeared to be from a doorjamb but was not observed to come from a doorjamb located in this immediate hallway. Located on the east wall of the hallway, the writer observed two separate mirrors with wooden frames which appeared to be from a dresser. One of the mirrors was intact, the second was missing, and was identified to be the mirror laying on the floor and broken in the hallway. Several bloodstains were observed on the floor of the hallway, as well as what appeared to be a thirty-eight caliber casing, which was located laying approximately one foot from the west of the east wall and two and a half feet south of the north wall. Immediately upon exiting the hallway to the south, the writer observed a bathroom. In the doorway leading from the hall to the bathroom, in the approximate center, the rider observed a spent 223 caliber shell casing, and immediately to the right, and adjacent to the right side of the door facing, inside the hallway, the rider observed a second 223 caliber shell casing. The rider further observed the microphone of the type used by the TAC unit, containing earphones. Upon entering the bathroom, the writer observed that the medicine chest door was standing partially open, and contents of the medicine cabinet appeared to be undisturbed. Laying in the laboratory of the bathroom, the writer observed one four-inch vase, slender shape and four inches tall, containing a fabric material rose. The east wall of the bathroom contained mirrored tiles, one of which was removed from the wall, but no broken glass was observed in the bathroom. A plastic container of glass plus cleanser, ammonia, and a box of drift fabric, draft fabric, folks, I'm sorry, I don't know if that's misspelled or That's before my time, but some type of fabric softener was observed to be on the floor of the bathroom. Bathroom towels located on the south wall of the bathroom were observed to be fallen from the wall, numerous of which were located in the tub. It appears that the towels were deteriorating and falling into the tub. No bloodstains were observed anywhere in the bathroom. However, one stain was observed on the white carpet of the floor. did not appear to be a blood stain. Immediately from exiting the hallway to the west, located the bedroom containing a king-size bed, which was located in the northwest corner of the room. Located on that king-size bed were numerous pieces of broken mirror glass, one framed mirror laying face down, one four-legged table, one chair, and one baby seat, the wind-up type. Immediately south of the bed, located in the southwest corner of the bedroom, the writers observed a dresser which contained a lamp, a picture, two coffee cups, and several items of makeup, and one vase containing a flower and one belt. Two middle drawers of that dresser were found to be removed one of which was laying, observed to be standing in the floor. One pair of white tennis shoes, which were covered in blood, and one black shoe were observed to be laying on the floor, immediately in front of the dresser. television set was observed to be laying face down, partially on the floor and partially on two of the shooting victims. Observed on the east wall of the bedroom, the writer observed six bodies of male blacks. One male black was observed to be laying along the south wall of the bedroom, with his feet to the east wall, with his legs partially bent and sticking in the air, with his knees sticking in the air. He was observed to be wearing one pair of blue jeans, an orange with blue striped and beige striped jacket, one beige tennis type shirt. That subject was observed to be laying with his feet to the east and his head to the west immediately alongside the south wall. Laying adjacent to the first subject, the writer observed a second male black clad in blue jeans and a blue cloth jacket. The subject number 2 subject was observed to be laying with his head against the east wall and his feet to the west. He observed to have massive head wounds and his right wrist appeared to be fractured with possible gunshot wounds. The third subject was observed to be laying immediately to the north and adjacent to the second victim with his head to the west and his feet to the east against the east wall. He was observed to be clad in a black nylon-type jacket and blue jeans and appeared to have massive head wounds. The fourth male black was laying adjacent to the third with his head to the east and adjacent to the east wall and his feet towards the west and was observed to be clad in blue jeans, black tennis shoes, and gray nylon-type shirt and brown jacket. The fifth male black was observed to be laying adjacent to the number four with his feet to the east wall, his head to the west, and observed to be laying on his back. He was also observed to have massive head wounds. The number one, two, three, and four subjects were observed to be laying face down. The sixth subject was laying adjacent to and immediately to the north of the fifth subject and observed to be covered with a brown and beige comforter or sleeping bag. That subject was observed to have massive head wounds and observed to be clad in a beige jacket and further clothing could not be observed. The sixth subject was observed with his head laying against the right door facing of the bedroom door with his head to the east and his feet pointed in a westerly direction. It should be noted that all six victims were laying side by side with their bodies touching. An FM stereo Walkman-type radio, Lloyd's Brand, was observed to be laying by the six subject immediately in front of the door leading from the hallway. A blood stain was observed to be laying immediately in front of and west of the doorway leading into the bedroom, and that blood stain appeared to be dried. Located approximately 18 and 24 inches from the left door facing of that bedroom, west of that door facing, the writer observed two 223 caliber spent shell casings. The writer observed a closet located in the northeast corner of the bedroom the door of which was closed. Located under the forehead of the fourth subject, the writer observed a blue steel revolver, which appeared to be a Smith & Wesson police-type revolver, Model 10, with a blue barrel. The writer was unable to determine the serial number of this weapon. It was photographed by the crime scene. The weapon was observed to be located approximately four feet north of the south wall, the barrel approximately one and a half inches from the east wall. The writer observed two pieces of wood, one approximately half an inch by one and a half inch in dimension, and the second being approximately one and a half inches square, observed to be laying on the floor, did not appear to contain any bloodstains. The number one subject was observed to be holding in his left hand a razor blade or sheet rock type knife with a sliding blade with no razor blade observed to be in that knife. The number one subject was observed to be wearing no shoes. Number two subject wearing a pair of blood soaked white basketball type shoes. Number three subject wearing brown gum sole shoes. The number four subject observed to be wearing black low-cut basketball type shoes. The number five subject observed to be wearing no shoes, but were wearing black socks. The writer could not observe the shoes worn by the sixth subject at this time. The writer observed under the number six subject a rust-colored jacket with two-color blue stripes, similar to the description of the jacket worn by the number one subject. The number six subject laying on that jacket and observed beside it, the writer saw one spent two twenty-three caliber rifle shell. Two controls which were plugged in as lights were shining were observed to be laying under the number six subject. It appeared to be an electric blanket control. The writer then determined the blanket covering the number six subject was an electric blanket as heat was radiating from the blanket. Several items of debris were observed under the dresser located in the bedroom, including one white paper bag, one piece of material, and several pieces of wallpaper. Immediately upon extending, Exiting the bedroom and to the south, the writer entered a second bedroom. Located in the center of that bedroom, the writer observed a large circular bed which was covered in bloodstains and was a canopy type bed, the top of which was partially off, with one half being resting on the floor and the second resting partially on the support top. The top of that bed was observed to have mirror tiles, several of which were cracked. The bed was covered in black acrylic type fake fur and what appeared to be two steps apparent that led to the floor to the bed were observed to be laying in the middle of the bed. Located on the bed was one white Nike tennis type shoe, one pair of brown corduroy pants, corduroy brown cloth vest one blow dryer in color one black jacket one pillow covered in a white pillowcase and one item of clothing blue in color undetermined what piece of clothing located in the northwest corner of that bedroom the writer observed a small bedside table with two drawers one of which drawers had been removed and was laying on the floor Located on top of that bedside table were numerous Polaroid photos, one plastic flashlight, one plastic comb, princess afro type, one plastic jug containing some type of liquid. A partially broken mirror was sitting on top of the bed side table and against the west wall. Located... Along the west wall, approximately four feet from the corner, the writer observed one iron, and adjacent to that iron observed to be one car seat. On the floor of that bedroom, the writer observed one black vest, one overturned vase, and one clock radio, and one speaker and component set. Before that bedroom was covered with items of clothing, which apparently had been pulled from the closet, and was in general disarray. A broken lamp was observed on the north wall immediately to the east of the doorway and several pieces of broken glass and what appeared to be a broken bedside table which was in numerous pieces located on the east wall of that bedroom. The writer observed a closet with an accordion type door and the previously mentioned items of clothing were laying in disarray on the floor in front of that closet and over other portions of the room. Alright folks, that's going to wrap up this episode. We'll be back in a few days and continue to go through the house with the investigators. Appreciate y'all tuning in and hanging in there with me. And as always, I will see you down the road